Let's begin now. Oh no! We suck again! Erroneous! Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! Oh. Yes! That's awesome! Never before have I been so offended by something I 100% agree with. Yeah, it's a bunch of nerds interrupting people who know what they're doing. Whatever. I can't even believe that's something that's real. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in to... The NFL Reaction Show for Week 15 on the Bold Nonsense Podcast Network. The BNPN. Huh? Thought of that last week. After last week. Don't hate it either. That's pretty good. It's marketable. Um, This is the NFL Reaction Show. Like I said, Week 15. We've got 15 games to talk about. Because we are not going to talk about uh, Thursday. That was a long time ago. Um, but we do have Saturday football to talk about, and like we said last week, we are getting closer and closer to the playoffs, and I would say this is the last week we don't talk exclusively playoffs. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the picture's, picture's rounding out, but next week's going to be pretty much... It'll pretty much be done. It'll be playoff implications of every game. Yeah. Uh, this <clears throat> week, I, I even started to kind of phase out some of the non-playoff teams, focus more on playoff teams. Yeah. So that's what you can expect from us. So uh, let's get into it. No really special activity. That'll be next week. I've got a special activity planned that will be more of general talk, but this week is just reacting. So... Let's learn a little bit about what happened in week 15 for teams you hate, teams you love, and uh, keep you up to date on what's going on in the NFL, starting with some Saturday football. The first game was Bills at Broncos. The Bills won it 48-19 to to go to 11-3. What did you feel like from this game? <clears throat> well, first of all, thanks for the introduction. It was lovely. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, this is uh, the captain. I'm, I'm Disney. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they should know by now. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, you've all met me if you're listening to this podcast, most likely. Yeah. Uh, He's a prick. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Bills-wise, since they won the game, uh, the running backs, Singletary and Moss, combined for a really good day for one running back. Yeah, like they they the way they're using them is like they're the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like they add up to a Belichick running back. Um, yeah. <clears throat> can't remember how many carries they added up to. I think it was roughly twenty five. Yeah. Um, and like hundred and eleven yards, something like that. Um, yeah, but they had one hundred and eighty six <clears throat> on the ground in total. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a really good day on so the it's... ground, and Singletary and Moss specifically played really well, which I feel like in previous weeks it's been. One of them plays well, or neither of them plays well. <laughs> yeah, so, one uh, plays okay, <clears throat> one doesn't play that well, and then yeah. Josh Allen supplements. Right, yeah. And I think this week they both kind of showed what they can do, which is they both are like high-quality backs. Um, yeah. And I think they showed that they can both be high-quality backs, and I, it worked out well for the Bills. 
Not that they needed a lot of help, but no, this is the perfect time to get the run game going. Yeah. And I've got if they can if they can run opportunistically, mm-hmm. then they're the second best team in the NFL, and I don't think it's close. If they can run when they need to, or when it's a good time to yeah. situationally, then I it's the Chiefs and them, and then it's a far drop off to any because that that pretty much if they if they run the ball, then they're the only team in the NFL without any major holes. Yeah, if they can run right. And every other team, I mean, even including the Chiefs, the Chiefs are just their top end puts them at the best. But yeah. even they have holes. If and so does everybody else. If the Bills can run, then they don't. I don't even have anything on the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos are who we've they've been this whole season. Yeah, their season was pretty much ruined by early injuries yeah. um, to key players. Um, and they're in there, in there. It was ruined before that with that lack of off season. Yeah, being they're such a young the, team, they're one so, of the teams that needed an off season. They didn't get it. Yeah, so I think they were they were kind of doomed from the beginning. Um, I think you still don't like a lot of what you saw, um, just throughout the season. I'm just talking about throughout the yeah. season. Um, there were some red flags, which isn't great. So going into next season, which is really like they should be in off season mode. Mostly, I mean, prepare yeah. for your next game, but um, I mean, from the outside looking in, they should be in off-season mode, and I think they need to um, figure some stuff out just health-wise. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's move to the Packers. Uh, Packers at home against the Panthers. They win it twenty-four to sixteen to also move to eleven and three. This is the second of the Saturday games. Um, Packers-wise, I just have questions. Mm. I came out with a lot of questions. Three points in the second half, 96 pass yards, five for 12 on third down, five sacks allowed. It's not great. Yeah. Not a great day. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. They were going up against like a good young defense, which... Young. I wouldn't say it's good yet. It's good. It's a good defense. It's getting better. Yeah. It's better than they should be. It's not good. Yeah, I Packers. I just have they coasted to another win. Like it, it was, it was kind of a yeah. thing where they they got on top and they put on cruise control and ended up with a win. And yeah, I just I'd like to see them. <clears throat> like take. I, I, I'd like to see a game where they don't coast because I have yet to see it. Yeah, they. I feel like this should be should have been a game where they put the team away, and kept them away. Um, and they didn't really show that, um, which you don't like to see going into the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, especially from like a, such a high seeded team. Um, Yeah. It should be, it kind of starting to remind me a little bit of last year where it's a, like you said, a high seeded team, which we expect to be dominant. Yeah. But they're not. No. And they could be, which is the crazy thing. So, they're very interesting. They've got one more week to show some dominance. Right. Because right now, they're just better. Right. Um, Panthers, yeah. Panthers-wise, they just need Christian McCaffrey back to win these games. But they should shut him down. Like... Oh, yeah. That's my note, is, is they need him to win these games. Like, in order to win these games, they need him back. But they should not bring him back. 
No, and they're not going to. Exactly. I mean, the, yeah. They're in off-season mode. They fired their GM, who apparently was just there to help the organization kind of transition into yeah. the Matt Rule era. Right. And now that they are, they get rid of him, so they're feeling good about where they're going. Like This year was not about this year for the Panthers. Yeah. This year was about the next couple years for the Panthers. Right. Uh, let's keep going. Let's go to Texans at Colts, where the Colts win it 27-20. to 20. In a closer game than it should be, and probably a closer game than it actually was. Yeah, I I have in here like that it was strangely close. Like that was yeah. It 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 was the score didn't necessarily reflect a the talent that was out there and b kind of the feel of the game. Um, yeah, and that's we've been getting kind of a lot of those this year where it's like it's close, but one team always felt in control. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know what that says, probably nothing, but right, it's just yeah. weird that is happening a lot. Yeah. Uh, to me, starting with the Colts side, we always start with the winner. Their secondary is the huge question, and I mostly just mean at corner. Hmm. If you were to think about their weaknesses, there's only two in my mind. It's corner and quarterback. A quarterback? Well, quarterback can just, Philip Rivers can go bad in a week. On any given week. I was thinking, I was thinking you were going to say tight end for the second one, but yeah. They do, they have that, but I mean like for this year. Yeah. And not things that we can improve, but things that like could, could make them lose, yeah, and make them lose a playoff game. Quarterback and corner, I mean cornerback, from the secondary like area. Yeah. They allow 65% completion. Which is roughly average in the NFL, yeah. allowing 65% completion. What separates them from any other good defense, we consider them one of the better defenses in the NFL, mm-hmm. what separates them is that they also allow 7.5 yards per attempt, with it, which is 23rd in the NFL, but it's not even close to any of the good defenses. Right. So, like, that 65% completion, that, that being allowed... That's right by like the Bills and uh, like the the Viking. Oh, actually, the Vikings are way down there, but the Bills are right around there. Um, surprisingly, like the Cardinals are right around there. Mm-hmm. But the depth that they're allowing that completion at is way, the Bills are at like seven, hmm. and they're at twenty three. So yeah. they're, not only are they allowing people to throw the ball and complete it at a high percentage. They're allowing that to be farther down the field than right. any other good defense. So that concerns me. Yeah, it doesn't spell good things. Um, no, and that's why you, Deshaun Watson goes 33 of 41 for 373 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. You, you don't really, you're not going to stop that unless you got good corners. Right. Um, I think another thing on the Colts, uh, Rivers actually played really well. Uh, yeah. He had. Uh, great numbers. Don't have them in front of me. But looking at the stat sheet and like just watching the game, he felt like in control and efficient, which is exactly yes. the Phil Rivers you want to see going into the playoffs. Yeah, you don't want to see early in the season Phil Rivers. You want to you want to see this kind of Phil Rivers kind of getting on a roll yeah. with this offense. Same with Jonathan Taylor. <clears throat> I think kind of the way he's bl- like blossomed the later I, in the season, the last is, three weeks, is perfect for heading into your first like. Playoff. That's that's run. exactly what I've got. And I, I think no other team, like this team more than the rest, 
have you've seen them improve as the season goes. Mm-hmm. You've seen how the lack of off season started them off. Oh yeah, way behind where they usually would Losing be. To the Jags. Yeah, but yeah. they've gotten going and they're starting to like figure themselves out and figure yeah. each other out and kind of like what are we at the right time? Right. Uh, it's pretty good for them. Texans wise, I just, just I don't know, what else can we say? Yeah, feel bad for Deshaun. Yeah. That's that's what I can say. Say say save Watson and Watt. Save yeah. them. Yeah. Lions at Titans. Titans win in a pretty easy one, 46 to 25. And this one, honestly, the score was closer than the yeah. game was. Yeah. It, it would be hard for it to be as as far apart as the game actually played out. Right. But let's start with the Titans. Um, would you like or hate? Uh, Tannehill played well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's really easy to play that efficiently in this offense as a quarterback. Um, yeah, I would but, say the whole offense played well. Yeah, Henry played well. Corey Davis played yes. well. Yeah. AJ Brown had not as good as Corey Davis, but still a really good game. And that's, um, that's almost like more encouraging to me. The, the fact Davis. that it's not just A.J. Brown. Right, yeah. It's that they, they've gotten to the point where it could be Corey Davis or A.J. Brown. Yeah. Adds a whole new <clears throat> element of danger for defenses to this team. Yeah, Corey Davis getting going has, has really helped them this year. Um, yeah. Because he kind of looked like a bust for the first few years. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that looked really good. Other than that, I don't have much. I mean, they, they looked pretty good. They, they controlled the whole game. That's kind of what we said last week is if they control the game, yeah, they're going to look amazing. I mean, they were 9 of 11 on third down. Damn. So I guess that kind of shows you what they were leaving themselves with on third down and how right, they, yeah. they were controlling that, that team. But the, they're starting to spread the ball around and have a multi-level attack. Even Johnny Smith had a good game this game. Yeah. They're, they're starting to get rolling as well. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Good timing for them. Lions, they're dead. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, they fired their special teams coordinator. Do you see why? That'll help. No, I did not see why. Uh, did they fire their... During the Titans game, he uh, called a fake punt that was not authorized by the head coach. <laughs> hey, why not throw it all out there? Yeah, and they, and they already apparently were butting heads, so that's a good way to get yourself fired. I love that. Yeah. All right. Uh, move on if to Bears Vikings. Yeah, if you're going to go, I'll go up burning. Yeah. Uh, Bears. Win it 33-27 to over the Vikings. Bears get back to 500 at 7-7. Seven and seven. I've got the Bears are beating bad teams. Yes. But they're fool's gold. I mean, they've beaten the Lions, the Texans, and the Vikings. Yeah. They're still... I think that... It, at least their offense is opponent, not them. For the most part. It's better, but it's, yeah, it's they, not good. I think, I think they are beating the bad teams in a good way, though. Using Montgomery yes. and Robinson and it is, it is, Mooney it is very well. Better the offense is, yeah. but it is not. It's they're not, not a playoff team. Yeah, they're not a hot team right now. No. They are on a three three game win streak, but they are not a hot team. Like yeah. they, they should should not be in anybody's like rising category. No, and they're even figuring some things out. Yeah, a little late, but they're figuring right. some things out. Yeah. But. I don't. I think their issues are being masked by who they're playing. They still have them. Yeah, but I mean, with the Bears compared to Vikings during the game, I mean, really the only things that I saw that were, <clears throat> uh, kind of why this game like fell the way it did was really the Bears won a uh, ton of possession, 
they didn't have like re really their stats were all very similar um really it was just time of possession and they had a better conversion percentage yeah I, the vikings were really bad on third and fourth down and so i think they were yeah it was just, i i thought the bears just controlled the game yeah. better like you're saying that that goes into time of possession eric can um doesn't always but yeah uh yeah i thought it did especially for this one and it's, like don't get me wrong the bears are they are more consistent and they are more reliable it's just it's easier to do that against the bad people. Let's see who, how they really are later. Yeah. But I don't know if this is necessarily the best thing for the organization for them to be being seduced by Mitchell Trubisky and Nagy Once again. again. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I don't know. If this is the best thing. I think you might end up where uh, you shouldn't be, which is no man's land. Is that's where you are. Yeah. Uh, to a team that's not in no man's land, the Seahawks. Went and played the Washington football team and won 20 to 15 to go to 10 and 4. How about the Seahawks? Uh, I think Carson, having Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde back, uh, healthy, yeah. helps a lot with their offense. Um, uh, yeah, I think they're. I think those two are really like the keys to winning the game, like winning that game specifically, but games in the future as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Like, yes, you want to let Russell Wilson do his thing and kind of move away from the super run-heavy, but you still need the run game in order to win games. Um, and so I think having them healthy uh, really helps a lot because I think they they combined for... 180. Uh, yeah, yeah, 180 roughly. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and on not very many carries. So I think getting them and having them be efficient uh, really helps their offense. Yeah, they, I thought they played well. It's going to be interesting, just like kind of what are you now? Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like the team identity is flipping this late in the season, mm -hmm. which is kind of rough. But it's, yeah. I mean, if it works, it works. But you got you have to establish something. You don't want to get into a playoff game wondering what your attack is because mm -hmm. then you end up flip-flopping during the game. So that's my only concern offensively for that. Yeah. I love what they did against a good front. Again, in, in yeah. Washington football team, like running the ball, as you're saying. Um, that the defense is playing a lot better. They really only just started giving up points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It was pretty much like, all right, we're done here. Yeah. And I I just, I don't think, this is, again, one of those games that the score makes it seem closer than it was. Right. Because if, if you watch, it was like controlled and the Seahawks just kind of, they hit cruise control. Yeah. And that's when the, the Washington football team started going. But four sacks from the Seahawks defense is something I love. I think Carlos Dunlap has done so much yeah. for this defensive line and Jamal Adams. Yeah. With, with the fact that Dunlap just has is respectable. Yeah. It makes LJ Collier get more one-on-ones. So LJ Collier, Collier had a sack. Dunlap had a sack. Then Jamal Adams is coming off, you know, usually going to get a one-on-one -on -one because you're more worried about Dunlap and you don't know when Adams is coming. So then Jamal Adams gets another sack. It just opens things up. That was a pretty good signing. Yeah, I agree. Or trade. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Washington? Yeah. I have that they're good overachieving defense. Yeah. But an overachieving sounds bad. They're just playing a little above what you'd think. Yeah. Like... Other than on the defensive line, name me some people back there. Right. You know, 
Now that, uh, what's his face? Their safety. Landon Collins? Yeah, he's, yeah. As, now that Landon Collins is out for them, mm-hmm. you don't you can't name anybody right, behind yeah. the defensive line. So that's just, they're like a no-name defense that's playing really well, but their offense is just not good enough. Yeah, with Antonio Gibson being out and Dwayne Haskins being their quarterback, yeah, I think it's... Just not enough pieces. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to the Patriots at Dolphins. Dolphins win it 22-12 to to knock the Patriots out of the playoffs for the first time in since 2008. Oh, is it, is it 2008? I think so. Yeah, when I he think it was that, yeah, yeah, I think it was that year. Um, and they were like a game, a couple games away. They won 10 games that year. Yeah. So... This is a rough one for the Patriots, yeah. and it's that, that's very new. But let's start with the Dolphins, who won the game to go to 9-5. and five. That's insane. Yeah. The, I don't... It's wild, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Never would have guessed this one. Yeah, and I... Yeah. It's nuts. Also, the fact that they mostly beat them with the run game. Like, that, yeah. that's... That's the the part that's that's crazy to me because I don't feel like they have all that stout no line, and their starting no. running back is out. So yeah, they lose used a couple of na- kind of nameless guys, but yeah. it's the fact that the, it was the run game and kind of coaching that beat the Patriots right, yeah. is something that's going to surprise a lot of people. <laughs> to me, I just thought the Dolphins won the quote unquote big situations. They won third down. I feel like. They dominated it. Once they got in the red zone, controlling yeah. the red zone was big for them. Time of possession, special teams, those kinds of things. And they're 7-12 seven, seven on third down, so it's like, it's good enough. Yeah. That That's is. what I feel like. They did everything good enough. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they did everything good enough. And the Patriots, on conversions, did very poor. They were 20% on third and fourth down conversions. Yeah, it's oh, not what you want. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Uh, I think they were two for nine on third down and 0, 0 for one on fourth. Um, yeah. Which is really bad, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it is really bad. I For the Patriots, this is a failed experiment. Mm-hmm. They've got they're, no attention to detail. And I think this, we've talked a little bit about it in certain weeks, but this goes back to Cam. He is not a details guy. Mm-hmm. He is, has always been a figure it out on the fly guy. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, run. And I think that's his muscle memory right now. He's got right. bad muscle memory and that's not <clears throat> fixing. That's not changing. This is a failed experiment. I mean, I, I listened to the fourth down sack where it pretty it, that was this game clinching play mm-hmm. where Cam takes a sack. I listened to the Patriots play by play and color guys call that play, and they were disgusted and, yeah. and but not surprised. And that's kind of what I think is the issue is Cam doesn't for for all of what Belichick was saying and how much Cam loves football and was you know being a good locker room guy and has been a great teammate. I'm not saying those things. Yeah, he doesn't fit them though. Mm-hmm. Just because you love football and and all this stuff and are a great teammate and a good leader yeah. doesn't mean you fit your organization. And he does not. He doesn't play the things that the Patriots are always used to winning, those details of situations. That's not his thing. Right. And and that's I, I that's why I say it's a failed experiment. Yeah. I don't think he'll be back. 
Yeah. So, let's keep going. Since the Patriots are out, Dolphins, not clinch, but they're getting closer. Uh, let's move on to two teams that are actually not in the playoffs yet. One's definitely not. And <laughs> one uh, has a very good opportunity to get there. Jags at Ravens. Ravens win it 40-14. to 14. <laughs> Jags go to 1-13. Ravens go to 9-5. My only Ravens note is tune-up game. Yeah, I... My notes are Ravens, congrats on beating a bad team. Jags, congrats on being the worst. Yeah, Jags. Honest, honest congratulations. Like, yeah, hey, you're you, the worst team now. You, you did it. Uh, really, I think this game, all this game showed to me is that Gardner was never the problem. No. That's, he played so well. Like, he played yeah. so efficiently. Like, no turnovers. Threw the ball well. Uh, no, he just wasn't given the chance. Yeah, like he he was a scapegoat. Yeah, in the middle of the season, and um, now he's out of a job because at yep. this point they have the number one pick, and that's most likely going to be Trevor Lawrence because the the organization feels that they don't have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and it it kind of sucks, but I think the NFL is going to be better. Gardner's not going anywhere. And somebody said he's the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it makes the most sense of anything I've ever heard, and I think the league will be better for it, because who doesn't love a... An awesome backup quarterback that's just got this swagger about him, yeah. loves football, and can actually play. Yeah. Like I, I feel like the NFL is better with a Fitzpatrick in it. Oh, I agree. And Gardner's going to be that guy. And he'll make a lot of money, so good on him. Yeah, I agree for sure. What do I want to have happen with Gardner now? I just want him to go to a team. Now that you said that, I want Fitzpatrick and Gardner to end up on the same team where Gardner's starting and Fitzpatrick's the backup. Just so he'd be like the coolest quarterback room yeah. of all time. Well, hey, maybe the Jets like punt on getting a quarterback. Yeah. Because they don't get Trevor Lawrence. They just waited a year. Yeah. And so they bring in these guys. Yeah. Maybe. That would be, at least the Jets would be fun. Yeah, that would at least be rad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the Bucks at Falcons. Bucks win at 31-27 to go to 9-5. A much-needed win. And it didn't look like they were going to get it early. But, hey, there you go. And they still ended up getting it. Big comeback from <laughs> Tom Brady once again over the Falcons. Um... My my big Buccaneers note is I was actually listening to an interview today or today or yesterday, they all kind of run together, and it finally cleared what the what this guy said. It was Dan Orlovsky. What he find he said finally like crystallized the picture, the thought in my head that I've been trying to wrap around the Bucks all year. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure the bucks out all year and really haven't been able to. And what he said finally focused it and, and helped me to get to my overall thought, which is that the players are more locked in, focused, and detail-oriented than the coaches. Mm-hmm. And that is what I think is their big issue. I don't think Bruce Arians wants to coach that much anymore. Mm-hmm. And he especially doesn't want to do it through any difficult situations. Yeah. I think he's just there to be a manager. Yeah. He doesn't want to do anything. He just wants he doesn't want to have to provide answers. He just wants to be there to like keep the ship afloat. 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. It. Now that you say that, I wonder if it's kind of a situation where, like, Left Witch is kind of in the on-deck circle, and they're kind of like, hey, Arians, just come in, teach him a little bit about being a head coach, you know? Like, Arians is on his it's, way out. They're going to bring Left Witch in. To me, it seemed like <clears throat> Arians is more interested in in setting people up and sending messages and yeah. trying to advance whatever for the NFL then he is in coaching a football team. Right. I just I think he's extremely checked out. And when we talk about buy-in, sometimes the buy-in isn't at the top. We right. just talked yeah. about the Jags. They've got no buy-in at the top. Right. And we we always think buy-in is the players buying into the message from the coach. Yeah. Not always. Right. You know, it's and I don't think there's any buy-in at the head coach level with the Bucks. And I think it's pretty obvious that they're when when things go poorly, it's up to one guy to fix it. And I think right. it's too much. Bra- it's Brady trying to get them back mm-hmm. because he doesn't have any help above him. Yeah. And that's I, I, I think that's their main issue. And I just don't think until they fix that, which is a rough fix. Yeah. That's not a fun situation that they're not getting any better. Right. Uh, also, just personnel note. They need Ronald Jones back. Yeah. Yeah. Going into the playoffs. Like, yes. Fournette was their starter. Keyshawn Vaughn got a few touches. I think um, two. Yeah. And it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and Fournette didn't look good either. No. I, I think uh, uh, having Ronald Jones back would be will be very helpful in the... Yeah. They're like, supposed to get him back. It's, yeah. it's expected. So, yeah. they'll be okay. Um, but, yeah. That, that's really all my only bucks now. Um... Falcons wise, it was actually a pretty evenly matched game. It didn't look like anyone any one team was that much better than the other. Um, it looked it looked pretty even, and I think this week really showed that, like how nice it is to have a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan because he can have a real like dog shit week like last week and then come in and like have a perfect bounce back yeah. game where he takes care of the ball throws some nice balls and and uh yeah. scores some points for his team and like keeps them although they didn't win they still uh played a pretty good game yeah it's a professional yeah and that's always a positive now if you if you can keep him for one more year and get a young guy and just Try and get as many picks as you can and just have him teach your team how to be pros before you've got to completely re- rebuild. Yeah. that I always think that's a positive way to go. Let's go to the 49ers at Cowboys. Cowboys win at 41-33. Both teams are now 5-9. and nine. <laughs> I would just read mine uh, and I'll leave it there. Cowboys, less star equals more success. 49ers, four turnovers, more injuries. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's pretty much it. Not much else to say. Yeah. Uh, really, Tony Pollard's performance proves that Zeke is overpaid. And yeah. you maybe don't pay a running back. Like, I yeah. don't love saying it, but that might be the case. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant by more, less, no, yeah. less no. star. Yeah. And it wasn't just Zeke, but it's... 
I don't know. I find I feel like they kind of were just like Cooper okay. had Cooper had like two catches. Yeah, it wasn't for like wasn't Amari Cooper. It wasn't Demarcus Lawrence didn't have that many tackles. Yeah. It wasn't Zeke. It wasn't Dak. Yeah, you know, Dak's injured, obviously, but right. I mean he is one of the. And it just kind of felt like you didn't hear anything from the Cowboys this week. Yeah. And that's kind of what we need. Right. Yeah. Little less of you will probably equal success. Yeah. How about Eagles at Cardinals? Cardinals Cardinals win it 33 to 26 to go to 8 and 6 and keep some playoff hopes alive. They yeah. needed this yeah. one. Do do the Cardinals have a good pass rush or do the Eagles have a bad O-line like the Giants? I think that the Cardinals are playing very aggressively Got on it. defense. Yeah. And the Eagles offensive line is still not good. Yeah. Uh before we get to the Eagles, we'll start with the Cardinals. Um, I almost went into uh, my whole big Eagles thing. Yeah. Um, their offense was a lot more productive this yeah. this week. They ran the ball well. Uh, they still lack efficiency, though. They yeah. were 3 for 10 on third down. Uh, three turnovers. They lost time of possession. Like their offense is productive, but they can't. They never control the game. Right. You never feel like the Cardinals are dictating what's going on. Yeah. And that's, I think, their big issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for. I think they also had <clears throat> some issues keeping the ball. I think they had like three turnovers. Yeah. Um, that's not great. No. When you're when you're when you have when you're playing a game that you need to win in order to make the playoffs. And yeah. you need other things to happen as well. When you're struggling to get in the playoffs, taking care of the ball is like your number one priority. Like that that needs to happen and they just haven't figured it out. Yeah, I don't I feel like they they are a chaotic team because they're just trying to it's like they're trying to score their only objective is score points on every single play. Yeah. And that's not necessarily how football works. Right. It makes I guess some logical sense that it would, yeah. but it won't happen, and that creates issues. Yeah. And I think that's where their issues are right now. Is their situational football is not good. Yeah. So that that'll continue to hurt them. But their defense is playing very aggressively, and I yeah. it's f- at least fun. I am excited to see uh, Hassan Reddick and Chandler Jones share the field at you know what they're doing now. Right. Um, so that'll be fun. But that's not this year. Nope. <laughs> that's next year. Uh, let's go to the Eagles. Uh, they ran the ball really well uh, yep. with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. Um, they were. You would have loved to see him doing the second half, though. Yeah, yes. Miles Sanders got five carries in the second half. Yeah. In a game that you went into the fourth quarter tied with. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's not good. No. Um, I, it makes me th- wonder, like... So they got Hurts involved in the run game. Is Jalen Hurts really that much better at running the ball than Carson Wentz? I think they were more willing to do it. That's why I said I don't know if it was last week or a couple last or a couple weeks ago that I think that the lack of big the lack of big contract is allowing them to be more free. They're I not worried yeah. about uh, whatever Carson Wentz's contract is like a hundred and forty million dollars. Too much getting injured. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of it kind of frees you up. You're playing with basically free money, yeah. And so you can do whatever you want. Right. Um, I have that the the Eagles were more efficient 
but not good. Mm-hmm. Better designed, at least when it's going well. Yeah. Um, they're attempting to control the game. I don't think they do a great job, but yeah. they're attempting to control the game. They're attempting attempting to help their quarterback. At least which a is plan. yeah yeah. It, Yes, it's not um, all put on the quarterback's shoulders, which is nice to see. Yeah. From 12 offensive coaches. Right. That just early, it just seemed like no one was doing any work. Right, yeah. Now at least it seems like they're trying to help, but I don't think they're... They're still not good. It's a lot of quarterback run. They had allowed six sacks. Yeah. So it shows you, like, the, the offensive line was really bad. It's still really bad. Jalen Hurts isn't running because, like, they don't think he can throw. They're running because they can't block, and it's probably not the best. It's, that's probably his best talent at this right, point. Yeah. And I, I still don't believe in the Eagles coaching staff at all. I think they all need to go. Yeah. Keep I, Schwartz, but everyone else, get <laughs> get out. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, you get once Jalen Hurts gets hit, if he keeps getting hit mm-hmm. six times a game, Plus, running the ball... He's just going to be another Carson Wentz. He's just another Carson Wentz. Right. And that's that's what they are, I don't know, driving this whole organization into with seemingly no lights on. <laughs> um, yes, and then the Miles Sanders thing. But whatever. The Eagles are terrible and the Cardinals won. Yep. Jets at Rams. Jets win it. They J-E-T-E Jets. Yeah, they, they lose the number one pick. One in thirteen, they went at twenty three to twenty over the nine and five Rams. Let's talk some defense, some Jets defense. Okay, go for it. Uh, I just have that they have an average offensive day, like an NFL average offensive day. Yeah, they had all like around two hundred, little over two hundred yards total, probably. And they were. A little under 50% on third down. Like, they just... Yeah. The average NFL offensive day. They went ahead and had that. And then they have... Their defense has been aggressive and opportunistic pretty much all year. Yeah. Because they've decided... They know they can't cover in the back end. Yeah. In the secondary. And when you can't cover, you either try and help by putting people back there. Yeah. More people back there. But they know that even the people they put back there can't cover either. Right. So the only other option is try and make them throw it quicker so they've been aggressive all year. Right. Which I always liked. I, I was always like, okay, at least you, you, you're you doing something to try and help. Yeah. I don't like it when they have bad secondaries and they're just like, oh, well, they got to get better. Yeah. No, I'll try and help. So I've at least liked that and um, they, you know, had a pick. They just did some things. Three sacks. Yeah. It looked all right. Yeah, but it's not about the Jets. Yeah. Other than the fact that they lose the pick, but you'd rather have a win than some guy you don't know if he can ever play or right. will even go into the draft or not. Yeah. Uh, Rams-wise, what do you got? Sucks that they lose Cam Akers. Yeah. That's all I got, really. Yeah, like he's they... having a decent day before it. Yeah. Um. That's tough. Other than that... I mean, but we were talking, we were talking off pod and, and what I was saying was that I, this wasn't out of the realm of possibilities. No, I was, I'm never going to be brave enough to pick against the Rams in this game, you know, for like one thing in a winner, right. but I definitely thought that this was a possibility. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if a team that is in the playoff hunt right now were to lose to the Jets, 
the Rams would be the one I'd pick. Yeah. Because they're so hot and cold, and so yeah. they play down to their opponent's level so frequently, and yeah. they they just seem to just... They've got the one way to win. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, they implode. Yeah. Um, which is kind of what we saw this week. Yeah, and I think we've seen it for a long time. Yeah. And I think it... We've talked a little bit about it, but I think it goes back to Goff. Mm-hmm. When they have to lean on him, it doesn't go well. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like if he were in Sam Darnold's shoes, uh, he'd be out of a job next year. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, the Rams would at least be in the same spot with Darnold. Yeah. If not, maybe a little better. Right. Because he can move. Yep. Darnold can. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going down rabbit hole, but yes. I think you get our point. Yeah. Let's move on from that, uh, I don't know. Travis, yeah, that game. Chiefs at Saints. Chiefs win it thirty-two to twenty-nine to go to thirteen and one. Saints fall to ten and four. Fall to ten and four. Right. Still having a very good year. Um, I only have the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I only have that the injuries at running back that will hurt them. They were actually running the ball pretty well in this game, and were committed to the run in this. They were game. running it very well. They yeah. had like I think they ran it. Almost 30 times for at least 100 yards. Yeah, probably, 100, probably more like 150 ish. Yeah, yeah, 140, 150. And I think Clyde Edwards Alaire was at like four and a half to five yards a carry. Yeah, and Le'Veon was at like four. Yeah, flat. he, he so, ended up four to three and a half. Yeah, like something, the, something like close that. Close to that, the four, but. That's still roughly average yeah. for the NFL. So I think, I think that is bad news. It um, definitely takes away something that they were obviously trying to have. Yeah. Something that they didn't do very well and were working towards building. Yeah. And it looked like they had built it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's tough. Um, so we'll see. So they expect Clyde Edwards-Alaire to be back. They're hoping for like the wild, the not the wild card round. I think the round after. So the, second, maybe second round. Yeah, second round of the playoffs is what they're hoping for. Um... So, I don't know. Chiefs are Chiefs. They win it. They, you know, Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes thing. Let's go to the Saints. I have that this is a win for the Saints defense. Hmm. And that the offense is 100% to blame. Okay. Like 100. Um, the offense had 285 total yards. That's a below average for the NFL. 15 first downs. That's well below average for the NFL. Yeah, the Bears had 23. Yeah, they were 1 of 11 on third down. That's not good. Nope. Um, 52 plays total. They had a turnover, and they only had the ball for 18 minutes and 46 seconds. That is one of the biggest time of possession discrepancies I've ever seen. Yeah, that's atrocious. 18, it, basically 18 to 41 minutes, 42 minutes. Right. Yeah, the fact that the Chiefs scored only 32 points. The Chiefs had 92 offensive plays. They almost ran 100 offensive plays in this game. Yeah. In one game. That's impressive. And they only scored 32 points. Yeah, that's crazy. That's why I'm saying that's a Saints defensive win, and it's all on the offense. Yeah. No team is winning if you, if they, no defense is winning if they have to play for, play almost 100 snaps. Yeah, that's not good, and I think part of the reason the Saints offense was so inefficient was, A, I don't think Breeze looked ready to me. He was definitely not healthy. Yeah, and and their run game was pedestrian at best. Yeah. Kamara didn't look good. 
Murray didn't look good. Hill no. was still somehow efficient. Um, it seemed like they were trying to figure out how to be the Saints before Taysom Hill yeah. on the fly. Because mm-hmm. I think Drew Brees was like a, a day-to-day thing. I oh, heard, he sure was. I heard that he couldn't get another x-ray mm-hmm. because he had already had three. And that the NFL, like, that's the max amount of radiation your body's oh, yeah. allowed in a week. So he couldn't have another x-ray. So, so he was literally like game time decision. Yeah. And that, that I just think, I think that was a bad decision. I agree. Why not just sit him? Yeah, it, it was it was as if they were like, well, if we win this game, that's huge. Yeah. So I think it's because they lost last week. Yeah. If they hadn't lost last week, he wouldn't have played this I week. I agree, yeah. And I don't think it's the best way to make your decisions. No. But anyway, I think this thing will be fine, though. I agree. I would like to see that game again when Drew Brees is healthy. Yeah. Um, I, side note, I liked how the the, the fact that they're um, making a point to get Kamara going in the pass game. Yeah. I think he had like four catches and a touchdown for like 30 yards, something like that. Yeah. Which is good to see. Yeah, you have to have him, have him going. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Browns at Giants. Two more games here. Browns at Giants. Giants win, uh, Browns win it 20-6. to six. Yep. Go to 10-4. and four, Put a lot of pressure on the Steelers. And we'll talk about them next. But the Browns... Uh, I don't know. What do you got? This said one thing to me. And it was really... Um, the Browns... Like Nick Chubb's... Rep, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt... Their reputation as a run-heavy team... Is now starting to be effective... To let Baker work in the pass game. Mm-hmm. It's just the threat of them running the ball really well is starting to starting to affect defenses. They didn't run the ball all that well. No. But it in that offense, they don't really they don't really need to at this point. Yeah. Because Baker can still work off play action and the defense is still concerned about Nick Chubb because he's so good in the run game. Yeah, Chubb was under 4 yards a carry. Yeah, and what I, think, I, re- I think he was like under 60 total. Yeah, what I really liked is the Browns have had these crazy offensive nights where it's just this explosion and they play in high scoring games and stuff. And this was this didn't call for that. No. They didn't need that. Yeah. And then they're they're going up against Colt McCoy. Right. And I really like the fact that they didn't run the ball well and they didn't need this this offensive explosion and they still played that well. Yeah. Like they can play you want us to be run heavy? Fine. You want us to go nuts and call these creative plays? Fine. You want yeah. us to be right in the middle of that? Yeah. We can do that too. Right. Like that's that's very that's got to be really a, a good feeling yeah. for the coaching staff and in the team. Yes, defense is looking good. And the fact that that team is so patient. Yeah. They that they're fine being reined in a little bit and yeah. him being like, "Hey, everybody just keep it calm." Yeah. Don't do anything dumb and they're they like they respect that. Yeah. Where last year if you tried to pull them back a little bit, everybody went nuts. Yeah, including probably the head coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's they got a lot to look forward to. They they've matured a lot. Yeah, is my is my big note. Giants. Uh, I have they need a little bit more than nothing on offense to compete. Right. Yeah. I've said just keep it steady and you'll win. But you, I mean, there's a difference between being steady and being dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were they steadily had no pulse yes. on offense. Um and really defensively if you're only giving up twenty points, that's a pretty good day. Oh yeah, um, I thought the defense still played well. Yeah. Like 
you can see how yeah how well coached they are still yeah. even in a bad loss. Yeah, so I think they need need to get healthy on offense. Um, and like I said, for other teams, get ready for the offseason. Yes. Let's figure out your moves now. Let's go to Monday Night Football where the Bengals played the Steelers and beat the Steelers pretty handily. Uh, 27-17. The Steelers fall, plummet to 11-3. and Three-game losing streak, though. I know. I'm saying that. I, I actually literally, I mean plummet. Yeah, like, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, it's just, it's very, we'll get into this more next week, but it's very interesting how 11-3 and three or like two 10-4 teams can feel so different. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's very, a, a three-game uh, win streak is very different from a three-game losing streak. The oh. Bears can go on a three-game win streak, and I'm like, all right, easy. Yeah, that doesn't mean down. much. But a three-game losing streak is not good. It, no, especially <laughs> the way this is happening. It's, yeah. It's bad. Um, the Bengals, my only note on the Bengals, I wouldn't have written anything, but they did win. Good plan, and they were very physical. Yeah. And that is nice, because it, Early in the season, even when they were competitive, they weren't physical. No. So, that's nice to see. Yeah, this is an impressive win, especially for Zach Taylor. Um, Do you think he should be fired? No. Why? Why, why would he be fired? I don't... I, I just heard that a lot, and I'm not sure. I think this game proves to me he shouldn't be. Because you came in with a good plan, and you just beat the Steelers, who one of the best teams in the league at points in the season. And yeah. I, I think at this point, they're still in the top 10. I think I just have a bad taste but, in my mouth that he got Joe Burrow hurt. But also, uh, he did it He did it without your franchise quarterback and... Yeah, but that's your, your fault. And your franchise running back. Not your fault, but the first one's your fault. And that's my only hang-up. It's like, you. he doesn't seem like he's got uh, the biggest set of cojones. Like, All right. You know, yeah. like he doesn't have full control of the team, but I would give him another year. I agree. I give give I'd him give another him... year, and if it does, if he doesn't assume control of the team, yeah, kind of like a Stefanski, yeah, then you're gone. I agree. Okay, but that's a that's a tangent. Let's talk to some Steelers. Um, I, to me, that there's they still have their injuries. So I said before, until I see them healthy to what they're going to be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I can't make a lot of judgments. But uh, f that, they're broken. They yeah. are, they are la- they are laid upon the rocks, broken. Yeah. I don't. It's the in what I was thinking. So I started thinking. I got this crazy thought in my head. You've missed both your bye weeks, and I honestly that I I think that's so underrated. Yeah. How much that affects them. It's an excuse at this point to say that they can't say that. I can say I still. They look tired. They all look weary. Yeah. Like even when they're trying to play hard, it seems like they they can't get it in gear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's honestly affected them. So what I was thinking was, what if you just threw one of your last two games? You put every all your starters on on the yeah. injury injury right. list and manufacture your own bye week by taking a loss. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the games that they have coming up. It's the Colts and the Browns. Yeah, so maybe, they can't do that. Yeah, maybe this should have been the one yes yes circled. Now, yes. Yeah. This was your get right game. Now it's your we're dead game. Yeah. Yeah, I think at this point, I think they there's a very very high chance they finish 11 and 5. Me too. Yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. 
because their defense is too tired. And and and, and that's the best and, part of their team. Yeah, and decimated and and yeah. so so my last note is it's not their year. They're just you have to be lucky to win a Super Bowl. You yeah. have to stay healthy. You have to get all these breaks. They're unlucky. Right. They have a bunch of injuries. They they're they've lost four linebackers this year. Yeah. In a three four deep four linebackers, a corner, an offensive lineman, their running back for most of the year, a tight end for yeah. most of the year. Like they, they they're very injured and they've they've been unlucky in that they got no bye weeks. It's just not their year. Yeah. I think they bounced early in the playoffs. Yeah, I I agree. Um, and I. The problem is, if this isn't their year, Roethlisberger's 38. Yeah. And he's not a good 38. Yeah. Like, Brady's a good 40-whatever he is. <sighs> Roethlisberger's a pretty... 40-100? Yeah. is a pretty bad 38. I think so he's got one more in him. One more what? Year. Okay. Like, total. Not just, like, one more good year. I think he's got. Yeah. He can't. He he has one more year, and I think that year can be good. Yeah. It could also be very bad. Yeah. But he won't have two more years. He's no. got one more year, and yeah. that could go either way. Right. To me. Mm-hmm. So maybe next year. Maybe we'll see. Because it sure ain't this one. Nope. All right. Well, that is week fifteen. Believe it or not, we only have one more of these reactions for the regular season, and. Uh, you know, this is a crazy. This has been a crazy week. Gave us a lot of, well, didn't give us the answers, but it kind of shed light on most of the playoffs. Yeah. Kind of. Really, what it did was it took a bunch of teams and put them in the dark. Like you're done. Yeah. So it, it, productive. It put some teams clearly out of playoff contention, and put some teams that are still in playoff contention kind of. Okay, you're you're solidified in your playoff ability. Some teams are in the playoffs, but they don't have that ability where you're like, oh, they're for sure going to make it in the playoffs. And then there are teams like the Steelers that we just talked about. Are in. They're in, but, but what's gonna happen? it's not looking good. Yeah. So, um... It gave us a lot of talking points. That's really yeah. what we're saying. It's Yeah. Whatever it is, giving us a lot of conversation, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but this is week 15, the NFL Reaction Show. If you like hearing what you're hearing, then uh, come back for the flagship, the regular, the the full-on bold nonsense. That's with me and Smooth, and I think that's even going to be out tomorrow. We're gonna try and get it to you Wednesday. Um, that way you can listen to it, kick you right into the holidays. And just a little spoiler, it's mostly Christmas stuff. We're not even doing the news. <laughs> We're just doing one thing in the winter and talking a bunch of Christmas. So join me and Smooth for that. That'll be tomorrow. Look out for that. And we hope you enjoyed this, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. See you later. Goodbye. I'll take care, all right? Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. You think they have any clue what's about to happen to them? Oh, not a chance in hell. Good night. Peace.